The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is our Old Testament reading for today from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 35, and especially these words, Be strong, fear not, behold your God will come with vengeance. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. If we were to pick just one adjective and try to describe the greatest number of people in America, what would that adjective be? Perhaps the answer is busy. After all, it seems to me that most of the times now when you ask someone how they are, that is their answer. Busy. Or perhaps a different adjective might be distracted. After all, how is anyone supposed to concentrate on anything while the TV is always on, the iPods are pumping music into our ears, and our smartphones are notifying us of useless things minute by minute? I would suggest, though, that there is perhaps one word that describes modern Americans more than any other. That word is anxious. We are a very anxious people. Now, each person seems to be anxious about different things, but on the whole, we see that each one of us has those things that we spend a lot of time worrying about. Some worry about their health. Others worry about relationships. Still others worry about finances. And the list could go on and on. Now, it's true that sometimes the level of anxiety that we feel in our bodies is not appropriate to the actual danger that we find ourselves in. For instance, at night, when I decide that I'd really like to stay under the covers, I remind Jamie, my wife, that it is just not statistically likely that that sound she heard is actually a serial killer coming into the parsonage. But truth be told, the things that we are all afraid of are, in reality, bad things. Now, they may or may not be likely to happen to us, but we would be able to tell anyone if they did happen to us, they would be bad. If an incurable disease makes its way into our bodies, that would be bad. If we end up alone in life without any real support from family or friends, that would be bad. If we indeed are destitute and don't have money to buy even food and clothing, that would be bad also. And sadly, we know that all of these bad things do happen in our world. Just this week, our family got notice that one of Josiah's friends from Kansas, a seven-year-old boy, has just been diagnosed with leukemia. We all know people in our lives who are just desperately lonely. And we see pictures of people around the world who are literally struggling to try to find proper clothing and food. Oh, in some cases, our anxieties and our worries can be addressed by simply focusing on the reality of the situation. And no doubt, we need to tell ourselves the truth in that regard. We need to know when our fears are simply 
not founded. But ultimately, even if we get rid of all the things we don't really need to fear, there will still be things that will cause us anxiety. And ultimately, our anxiety can only be quieted by this conviction. God will make all things right in the end. You see, in this life, bad things do happen and will happen. But the question that ultimately haunts our souls is the question of whether bad things will win the day in the end. The Israelites, whom Isaiah spoke to in our Old Testament reading for the day, knew what it was to have worry and anxiety. After all, their lives had completely changed. They had once lived in the promised land of God, flowing with milk and honey. But now they lived as exiles in foreign lands. And they had many troubles living as strangers in other people's worlds. At times, their health and their well-being was threatened. At other times, they recognized that everything that they had once known and found comfortable was no longer around them. But perhaps most of all, their anxiety and worry came from a question. What did the exile mean in regards to that special relationship to God that the Israelites had always had? Oh yes, for those Israelites, bad things had come. But the question in their hearts also was whether those bad things would be winning. Whether they would be the things that would be there at the end of the day. Isaiah's words were given to assure those Israelites that indeed bad would not win the day. Listen to those simple words again. Say to those with an anxious heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. These words of God, delivered by his prophet, were the assurance to those people that bad things would not win the day. No, their God would come and would save them. The answer to their worries and their anxieties was the very faithfulness of God to his promise. And come, God did. You see, Isaiah had prophesied that when God came to save his people, he would indeed take care of things that caused much worry and anxiety. In those days, things like being blind or lame or deaf were terrifying not only because of the immediate condition that it left the person in, but in those days it was almost impossible to function in society with those maladies. And so Isaiah told them that when God would come and save them, the blind would see, the lame would leap, and the deaf would hear. And when God came in the flesh, those things indeed did happen. We heard in our gospel reading how Jesus took a man aside and placed his fingers into his ears and then onto his tongue in order that he might once again hear and be able to speak normally. Yes, that man was healed because God had come to save him. And yet this we know. Not every deaf person 
received their hearing back in the days of Jesus. Not every lame person was made able to walk. Not every blind person received their sight back. Oh, Jesus did heal many people of many bad things. But not everything and everyone was made new during his days upon the earth. That is why Jesus spoke time and time again about that last day when he would return and finally make all things new. His promise to come and take away the bad and bring to light all things that were new and good is a promise that he filled the book of Revelation with when it speaks about the last days that are coming. He wanted his people to know that on the last day, it indeed would all be okay. It's really the same for us as it was for the Israelites, isn't it? Sometimes we do see Jesus do miraculous things in our day. We do hear of people being healed in ways that confound the doctors. We hear of relationships that are reconciled against all odds. We hear of people whose financial crises are met in ways that can only be described as miraculous. And yet we also know that not every disease among God's people is healed. Some relationships continue to strain, be strained for years. And hard times are experienced by God's people in many places. But God wants us to know this, this day. It will not always be that way. Be strong. Fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Those words are not just for the Israelites, but are for us this day as well. For you see, on the last day, if not before then, every bad will be conquered. Every disease will be cured. Every person will have perfect relationships with each other person. Everyone will have everything they need, and then plenty more upon that. So this day, are you worried about your health? Fear not. God will give you a new body. Are you worried about your relationships? Fear not. God will give you a place among his people. Are you worried about your finances? Fear not. On that day you will have more than you could ever need. Yes, the worry to your, or excuse me, the answer to your worry and your anxiety is God's faithfulness to his promises, just like it was to the Israelites. Until that day, that last and great day for God's people, God invites you to call out to him. He invites you to ask with confidence for all the things that you desire. He tells you to pray that his kingdom and all of its blessings might come into your life right now, in this world. But as we pray, we always pray, I will be done. For ultimately, after we pray, God does what is best for us. He does what he knows is right. 
So know this. If God has said or does say no to a prayer that you offer up for healing or for restoration, if he says no in this world, know that he will say yes on the last day. Yes, indeed, he will on that day make all things new. He went all the way to the cross just so that he could. He took with him to the cross every bad. He took with him to the cross everyone's anxieties and fears and worries. And he left all of that there. Everything bad at the cross met its end. And his resurrection is the ultimate proof of that. You see, it is the proof that indeed he can and does make new even the worst things. He took death and brought forth life. And so know this, child of God, on the last day, if not before, God will make all things new for you. So the next time worry comes into your heart, pray to God. Know that he is listening to you. And then in your prayer this way, come quickly, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Then again, your ears will be open to hear his word of promise. Be strong. Fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. He will come and save you. Amen.